five by five. Hello, heroes, and we're back with our Buffy episodes. But before we get into the actual play, Sarah wanted to talk to us about Buffy, shockingly. Oh my god, I love Buffy so much, guys. It's really important. I really want to know what people's... I was going to ask what people's favorite character was or people's favorite episode, but instead I thought that maybe each of us has like a different like like amount of love for our favorite thing about Buffy. So I'm just going to leave it open and be like... What's your favorite thing about Buffy? Like, what's your favorite character, or what's your favorite episode? Like, what is the, what is the best? What is the best of it? And anyway, you can start. I don't care. I don't want to make Liz start again. If I'm happy Buffy. to start. If that works, I have one. Uh, unsurprisingly, I guess it's Willow's character arc, basically. Yeah. So oh. I love Magic Willow. I love. I mean, I think that the the magic, like the true hardcore magic, in uh, season six gets a little like obvious as a metaphor yeah but did you know did you know magic's like drugs did yeah you know? it's just like drugs did you know that <laughs> um but i think i also like strongly identify with the desire to move from like a studious nerd to somebody with real power mm-hmm. who actually commands respect from people for more than just being smart because that's not actually what people tend to respect others for yeah. anymore um and even into the comics i think that her arc is just really interesting i really um, like her arc in the comics yeah, yeah From i what think I've she, read, I read them all it's it's cool that and i don't know i can't think of another show where i've really seen this happen i think she goes from being a side character to almost the main character for certain parts mm-hmm. of the show yeah absolutely which is really awesome to see and she she does go from being a side character who's just a regular like her superpower is being a nerd to I think actually being the most powerful character. Oh yeah, yeah. in the show, like she she's, she's their big of, gun. She yeah. definitely has a little bit of like a phoenix thing going, where you're like, yeah. oh, she could like end the world by herself. She almost if she does. To. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love her. I love everything about her. I like that she stands up for herself. So, how do you feel about the how do you feel about the the fact that she becomes a lesbian? I feel like when it happened on air, it was super controversial, right. like among fans. So what's interesting is, and I think we were talking about we're rewatching it now, mm-hmm. and I it's been at least I think three or four years since I've done a solid watch through, and even in the last several years, I think I've become a little bit more open to sort of. Uh, the fluidity of sexuality too like mm-hmm. I actually don't know that a lesbian is how I would no, characterize her that might be how she called like characterizes herself in the show which like not to remove her agency but she was written in the 90s right and she seems to genuinely be sexually attracted to like Oz yeah, and absolutely. Xander unfortunately at one point so like I really think she's actually bi yeah. but all of the men are shitty that she's around and Tara and like the women that she's around are awesome, fierce, powerful ladies. And so I think that was, and it, you know, it kind of ties into the like a lot of like Wiccan and pagan mythology mm-hmm. of, um, especially Wiccan, like of sisterhood and that. So, like, I think it's really cool that she is basically like, yeah, women are 
better for what I'm looking for, so I'm just going to stick with this. I do also like that it is something that is la- that is like hinted at as soon as Doppelgang lands. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That oh, yeah. I think I'm kind of gay. gay. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, the, the, the really best part about that is when uh, Buffy's like, don't worry, the demon version, the vampire version of you has nothing to do with you. And Angel says, actually, and then Buffy gives him a look, and Angel just says, yeah, that's absolutely right. Well, and then when, when they're going back, Evil Willow feels up real world yep. Willow, right. which is bizarre on a number of levels i just i used to read a i used to read a fair amount of buffy fanfic and i read a fair amount of willow anya slash fic which was some quality shit so aaron what's your favorite willow anya slash fic uh (laughs) it would be the one that i wrote uh it's available on amazon right now how arrogant (laughs) um gosh you know you liz is so eloquent about the things that she loves and i i love whenever you talk about magic because you always play a mage and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. like you, th- th- you just wanted to be. Willow. That's true. You were Liara too. Yeah, no, yeah. She, She's I like always magic. Space mage or I'm like mage. a techno pagan at heart yeah. or whatever is actually the way that Willow is characterized. That's right. Yeah. She calls herself a techno pagan, yeah. which is adorable. Great. Yeah. Um, I, I was, you know, just thinking about the things that I like about the show. I gravitated towards Giles because I love Giles. Anthony Stewart Head is. I first came to know Tony Head through a Christopher Eccleston episode of Doctor Who where he plays the evil head of a school. Yeah, and that's a really good episode. It's a good episode and in and in season that so many people overlook. Um, I love Christopher Eccleston, but whatever, we're talking about Buffy. Um, but the thing that I love about, about a lot of the characters in this show is that it shows people that have done wrong and they're searching for redemption or they're trying to, trying to make up for past mistakes. And Liz and I have talked about this an awful lot from something Pranks is familiar with, The Last Jedi. And I always think it's, I always think it's interesting to see a character make a mistake and how they atone for it and, and how, they, how they try to set things right. And you've got Giles, you eventually have Willow, you, you, you have Angel, uh, Spike, you have all these mostly dudes who have done things wrong and are desperately trying to make things right and you see them sorting it out. And I think with Buffy you have a long enough timeline where you can explore that with some meat and some depth and um, I dig that there's a lot of gray area. Uh, it's something I like about Dragon Age, too. There's an awful mm-hmm. lot of gray area. There's, there's never a, a, a full right, a full wrong. There's, there's always like kind of a meandering gray area where it's like, well, they're good for this, and hopefully they can get better. But, um, yeah, I dig that about this show. I don't think there's almost anyone in the show who doesn't at some point do something that is in another show would be truly unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, Willow tries to end the world. Uh, we were just talking off air about the fact that Xander... She also flays a man. She also, I mean, yeah, Willow does Rips a lot of really terrible things. Yeah. Um, uh, Xander, we were talking about how Xander, uh, in season two, definitely knows that Angel has a soul and tells Buffy to kill him anyway, which is horrifying. He's yep. the worst. Um, I, just, I feel the need to say it because I'm playing him, but, like, he's the worst. Anya does lots of unforgivable shit. That's not a, true. Anya's amazing. A really excellent <laughs> redemption arc. Everything Anya does is great. And Buffy also does. I mean, there's just a lot of, like, mm-hmm. no one is, it's not just that no one is perfect. Like, no one is good. Like, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe no one... good isn't a thing. Yeah, it's, I love that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking too much. I love Buffy a lot, guys. I really do. Pranks. Uh, my favorite thing about Buffy, or at least the, the the thing that first I latched onto, 
are the weird, quippy one-liners. So I, I don't know why I've, la- I've latched onto this, but the very first line I remember absolutely loving in Buffy was Willow turning to Xander and stammering, I have the frog fear. <laughs> like it was a real thing that a person would have that was totally normal. Oh, in the, in the Asylum episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. And then in another... And she another, does that multiple times. Another it's amazing like Willow fear. line is like uh, when... She says something and she knows it's bad. And then she mutters to herself, occasionally I am callous and strange. Yes. And like her lines early on and then the way they write uh, Anya for most of the rest of the show are just so funny and so witty. And like the actors and actresses really sell them. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably my favorite thing about Buffy actually is the way the line readings happen and how strong they are. That's really good stuff. Um, okay, my favorite thing is also to do with dialogue. I'm not copying pranks. It's just the way it is. Um, but the specific thing that I find really compelling is um, the way that they kind of make up words or they'll um, they'll add suffixes or prefixes or abbreviate things or combine things. Slayage. Like, exactly. Like slayage is like the big example. But it, it just comes up all the time. Um, and I love that... Um, I don't know, it sort of promotes the idea that you can play with language and have fun with it. And um, that's kind of like, I think I've, well, it's inspired, I think, a lot of um, TV and media. Um, but in my own life, I feel like when I'm writing something, uh, I really enjoy, or just speaking, I enjoy making up words and no one can tell me not to because they did it yeah. in Buffy and that is revered uh, televisual text. It's true. Um, Better than Shakespeare. I mean, well, Shakespeare also made up words, well, this is too. My point, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's sort of really, like, uh, the writers um, just sort of, like, following their hearts, I guess, uh, and not letting some gross dictionary tell them how to live their lives. I love it. It's I true. did actually look it up, and it's called Buffy Speak. That's, yeah. like, oh, what yeah. they I actually use. have a, yeah, that's a, the term they use. Like, a real linguistic book that was written at the time right. called oh, Slayer too. Slang. Yes, that it's is, so good. That was, yeah. That's a very good book it, that was published by a linguistics professor about it. It actually did, like, impact the way that teenagers mm-hmm. talked. And it's, yeah. I think it's carried over into, like... Giles would be so horrified. Like, Instant Messenger mm-hmm. and, like, the way that well, people do express themselves in those Yeah, I mean, Giles is such a prescriptivist. When we were doing this... He really is. It's because yeah, he's British. It's true. It's because he's British. You know, um, Price and I were talking about like, oh, we should watch some Buffy to like get in the mood so we can talk like the way Buffy talks. And I told Pranks, I was like, I think I already talk the way Buffy talks. Like, I think that's that's how I talk, and it's because I watched a lot of Buffy. Uh, my favorite thing about Buffy is Buffy. Um, I was like, think I of course had the benefit of thinking about this question for multiple days because I knew I was going to ask it, but um, I. Uh, I think on my most recent rewatches of it, I um, I have a job that's a little bit about saving the world, um, and I always knew that I was going to be that kind of, like, do-gooder person. Um, and Buffy, the character, does something that I don't see, I think, in a lot of other hero stories, which is that most of what Buffy's arc is about is talking about how it's really, really, really hard to be that person, and how it drains you and, like messes with you and how no one friggin appreciates you and she gets these little moments of levity and appreciation i just watched the prom episode which is probably the sweetest one of those where they give her the umbrella um and then call her the class protector and it's like the first and i i know i cried like i i cried this morning watching that episode i am 29 years old i have a lot of feelings about buffy but probably my favorite thing that ever happened in Buffy or to Buffy is the second to last episode of season five. She goes like catatonic uh, and 
she basically like retreats inside herself like it all gets way way too much and when willow like goes through a bunch of magic shit and like finally goes and finds her it turns out the reason is because like what happened was that buffy said i was putting a book back on the shelf and just for a second just for a second i wanted to give up and i wanted to just give my little sister dawn over to glory and just be done with it and because i wanted that for just a second i fell apart like i can't even for a moment let go of this and it's that that sets up like the heartbreaking revelation of the musical which is that i was after in heaven buffy died she went to heaven and her friends pulled her back to sunnydale which is hell i mean let's be real uh and it's mouth anyway and that's like it's really um yeah it it's really important i find it really important now that i do really hard work and really thankless work that i love a lot and that i won't stop doing uh i don't know i like to think that buffy taught me about how being heroic is also about taking on a lot yourself and making sure that you can take care of yourself uh, and making and knowing that you can't do it forever, and if you try, it will kill you. Um, like they don't shy away from that, and that is like that's hard shit for a teen show. It's just really good, and I have a lot of feelings about it, and I love it so much. I am concerned that if we keep talking about this, I'm going to start talking about the Last Jedi, and that's my other podcast. No, we so, can't do that. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> as soon as Sarah brought up the thing about the split second, like for a second, I wanted to give up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, split oh, yeah. seconds. Oh no, now I'm thinking no, about no, Luke we Skywalker. Can't do it. We can't do, we can't do, do this. We have Porgs no. in this campaign. Please? We can. Yeah, Porgs can be part of the Buffyverse. I thought yeah. that's that's what we were. Everything fighting. but leprechauns are real. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but let's do <laughs> that's canon in Buffy. Everything, everything, like everything demonic and weird. Yeah. In the whole yeah, fairy Buffy's tale just land. like, like nonchalantly, she's like, "But leprechauns are fake, right?" And Giles is like, "As far as I know." Yeah. No, it's like leprechauns aren't real. Everything else is real. That's does that mean Santa is real? Yes. Yeah. Previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think I read something about an anxiety demon. How do we kill it with fire? This is just like that guy I dated. Remember, it's still Cordelia, so uh, have your weapons ready. Ah! The scene reopens on Cordelia, who says, Xander, did you get a second job as a sushi delivery man, or is this just another nightmare? Hi, Cordy. It's nice to see you, too. Anyway, we're here to help. What is happening to me? I can't go outside. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I can't go anywhere. Guys, I can't go anywhere. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Nice house, see? Faith slips past you and disappears. We were thinking maybe we might find some clues in your house. And I brought you some homework. (laughs) You brought me homework? Uh, Willow, we were trying to make sure she wasn't anxious. Well... Maybe if you let us look around, I can do some of it for you. Oh. Um, Cordy reluctantly lets you all into the house, having apparently not noticed that Faith got into the house some other way. Um, and uh, yeah, if anybody wants to learn something from Cordy, they are welcome to do so. I have my own agenda. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Can, can Xander <laughs> investigate a mystery to see if she's more stressed out than usual? Yeah. Well, I'll give you this. Oh. She is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can ask a more interesting. Like, you could ask like a like a how did this happen to you or something. If you get if you get a good dice roll. If cool. you don't, then you're fucked. Woo! Uh, that's a twelve. All right. Nice job. What What do you want to know? What do you want to know from Cordy? Uh, gosh, what? What's What's the exact question that I should ask, Cordelia Chase? 
so many questions. <laughs> I, I have a multitude of questions for her. Um, also, I love the, the alliteration in the actress's name and the character name. It's lovely. Yeah, it's great. Also, her name is Charisma, which is ridiculous. It's true. Charisma. When, you can ask her when did I'm you I'm going to name my child I, Dexterity. I, I think I didn't know if there's anything more pointed. So, Cordy, uh, I know you spend most of your time applying the makeup over the zits, but when did you first start seeing him pop up? Uh, um, you know, when everybody else was getting zits? Well, so mine started, like, a couple of days before. Um, I had I had this big fight. Uh, I had this big fight with Harmony, and Harmony was, like, because, like, she wore the same dress as me to the bronze on Saturday night, which was the night that I knew that Devin from math class was going to be there, and I knew that he liked me, and he didn't like Harmony, but then Harmony wore the same dress, and then Harmony got really, really, really mad at okay, me. Okay, okay, Cordy, like, Cordy, Cordy, please, I, we don't want to burst a vessel here. Uh, <sighs> hey, Will, this kind of sounds like a big deal to Cordy here. I think this anxiety thing has some traction. Yeah, I'm wondering if Harmony had the same problem. Well, I haven't seen Harm since then, but, like, she did. Like, we all got really mad, and she just said that she had worn the the dress because, like, she thought it was really cool, and I already had everything going for me because I was so confident and so pretty and so wonderful, and she just wanted to be, like, the pretty one for once. So uh, so that, that's what you know, if you want to... You wanna... So, Cordy, uh... Where were you in Harmony when you had this uh, big, monumental explosion fight? Oh my god, so we went back to my house because, like, we were at the bronze, but then Devin left, and then Devin said that maybe he would come over to my house because, like, maybe then we could have, like, a smaller party, but then he ended up ditching us, and then, like, so Harmony came back to my house, and we were both wearing the dress, and then we had this huge fight in my basement, and, like, then Harmony spent the night, but, like, she didn't spend the night in my bedroom, she spent the night downstairs because she didn't want to be around me, and then I didn't see her anymore, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't know where she is, like, I don't know what happened, but, yeah. So while she's doing that, I just, like, slowly edge away and start looking, opening some doors to see if I can find the basement. Yeah, you uh, you open up. You open up multiple closets. <laughs> I, like, because what like, I think this is, I like, while, all the while she's ranting, but really Willow like is, like, that, opening like, doors. Uh, Cordelia's father's uh, financial troubles were actually never hinted at before, so I like to think that this episode is the one that hints at it. Every time you open a door, you see, like clearly this man is like holding up material goods for tax evasion purposes like there are like paintings and like stacks of dollar bills. Sarah I'm just like, so tickled that you think as a lawyer that it's obvious going into someone's house you can see that they're holding up material goods for tax I evasion mean, it's obvious to me <laughs> in it's the a, 90s it's a subtle hint like <laughs> right. like it's like you know if you have like five Mona Lisas back there like you probably didn't declare them so you keep opening doors and... five Mona Lisas well if you get all five then you unlock the final you can eat chain. the sixth one yeah you're, it's made of chocolate <laughs> um, what's happening okay uh, so you keep opening doors you keep opening doors and there's definitely like a little bit of a scene of you doing that and then you find the creepy basement steps actually no they're not creepy basement steps they're they're like very nicely carpeted steps going down to like a normal what uh i'm down there yep and i've gotten into the liquor cabinet uh and i have like a bottle of jack because there's really nice uh whiskey there but faith has grabbed a bottle so to be clear this is um that's all she knows uh, a (laughs) basement that is a classic 90s like mansion like yeah like rumpus room so it's got it's got a couple things going on it's got the wood paneling. It's got the the and carpet. Those L couches. There, what? Like an L couch? Yeah, there's a big L couch with a TV, and then there's there's a curved TV. Yes, 
No. What? That's, That's a little thing. early. No, I had one in like the 90s. What a curved TV. What the hell is a curved TV? No, no, it was a bad, it was not flat. It was like a curved TV that would like went in like that and it was big and honking and awful. Sure. Oh, mm. you mean. Oh, like yeah. a tube TV. Yeah, yeah like oh. a tube TV. Oh. Huge, yeah, because yeah. they didn't yeah. have flat screens. Exactly. So it's a huge tube TV. And then there's a bar uh, with like for, you know, her dad to drink with his friends in his basement. Like a pool table. You're not supposed to drink out of the bottle. And you see on the L couch, there's like still a bunch of like blankets and stuff. Um, and like someone has clearly slept there a couple days before. Uh, and Faith is apparently, I imagine like Radiant, coy- coyote yeah. ugly, like sitting on the bar with legs over either, either side drinking. And she just has a shot glass next to her and there's like some spilled whiskey and she's just doing shots. Faith, oh, you hot mess. She's oh, the best. poor hot mess, Faith. She's doing great. Oh, Thanks boy. for asking. Um, so, well, you're down there with so- Faith. And I like to think that we can still hear Cordelia talking, yeah. like, telling the story to Xander. Anya, do you do you go with Willow or do you stick around for Corgi's story? Well, I'm like friends with Cordelia yeah. at True. this point, so I'm kind of like feebly and like stiffly patting her arm. Yeah. But I also like keep checking my hand to make sure I didn't have anything gross get on it. Good. Good. Yeah. Very good. So I start. Willow starts looking around. Um, kind of ignores Faith because she's not generally a super huge Faith and fan. And Faith really wants you to pay attention to her, and yeah. like you're like probably a little bit aware of that, and are like yeah. fuck you, yeah, because um, so, Willow would never say that, right? So I imagine it's actually like fairly immaculate, yeah, because they nice. have obviously got like cleaning staff, and so the couch being a little bit mussed up with blankets is like the only thing that makes it look lived in. Mm-hmm. So I walk over to the couch and I start kind of looking through. around yeah okay uh, i won't make you roll for this you find a little uh silver like it's a silver locket and in the middle is like a silvery kind of like looks like a lava lamp of silver in the middle of the like amulet it's clearly a magical amulet right <laughs> um, it's a magical amulet that is in harmony's stuff it's like a phylactery or something yeah like something like that um yeah. and uh yeah you're holding it in your hand you have it now so i did probably not pick it up with my bare hands i okay. feel like i probably put like a blanket or something and i'm holding it okay um, um what do you want to do so I go back upstairs, and mm-hmm. I think Cordelia is still talking. Oh, absolutely. The the story keeps going. Like, I mean, when Harmony and I were in sixth grade, we also had this fight about having like hey. the same dress. But then, like, she also hey. wore her pigtails differently. Hey, Cordy, what is this your necklace? No, that's Harmony's. She got it like a weird joke shop or something. Wait, no, not a joke shop. Like, it was one of those shops that had like a bunch of like. I don't know, like, weird stuff. You know, like, sometimes it has, like, voodoo dolls and, like, and like herbs and stuff. Like, it was, I don't know. It was when she went over to New Orleans for, like, this weird trip for hers. Oh. And then, like, but she didn't take me and she didn't bring me anything back. So maybe, maybe, like, a cursed amulet. Like, magic, bad stuff. I mean, like, I guess. I mean, like, it's ugly so probably cursed jewelry is usually really ugly. I wish I had my cursed amulet right now. Anya... I think you're doing really well as a human, actually. I'm really glad you're my friend. Cordy's nice to Anya. Cordy loves Anya. Oh, love you, girl. <laughs> they do a they do a little like they do a little like French like because they're gross and, and So speaking of cursed amulets, does this look familiar to you, Anya? Uh roll a um go ahead and roll a uh uh dark past for <laughs> okay. me. I was all ready to blame Ethan Rain. Yeah. Okay. No, so I was like, technically I, a six. this was this close to being an Ethan Rain mystery. Ethan like, Rain. this close. I love it's that. It's not too okay. late. We've, we've rolled a 10. Nice. Yeah. 
It's not my fault. It's not your yeah. fault. Uh, yeah, it's not your fault, and you get to know a lot. Um, so you recognize that this amulet, uh, first of all, the first thing you recognize, and a lot, the other, the rest of you might have noticed this too, probably not Xander, he's dumb, but mm-hmm. like the, the silvery swirly thing looks like the, the silvery creatures. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it looks like. And um, Anya, you realize that this absolutely is an amulet that can summon something. It looks a lot like a vengeance demon. It works like a vengeance demon amulet, which means that you don't have to know you're casting a spell when you mm. use it. So that is something you could probably explain to the team. Like the same way that Purdy got cursed in the wick in the mm. wish of just saying like, I wish Xander, Xander had never been born or whatever the fuck she said. Like, I wish Buffy had never come Harmony, to Sunnydale. Yeah, Harmony, come to Sunnydale. That, that's what yeah. it is. That Harmony could have easily been like, oh my God, I wish that like, I would just be like pretty, you know, like something, something that wished bad on Cordy and it would, it uh, would summon a demon. Just to clarify, do, did we say that Harmony doesn't have zits or she's just out? We don't know. We don't know. We haven't seen okay, her. Okay, okay. We have not seen her. Okay. So, so you want to take that in on your ease? Yeah, let's, let me just summarize. Okay, so uh, it looks very similar to my OG necklace, mm-hmm. and um, what we glean from that is it allows somebody to kind of cast the spell without knowing it. Right. Looking closer at this, this is actually pretty good quality. It's uh, similar to the one I used to use back in my amazing Vengeance Demons days. Um, it's the kind that lets you cast a spell without even being aware of it. Now, if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to kind of could use this and then so, Anya kind of sort of moves toward the door willow snatches it because i don't think i think she just held it yeah in the blanket mm-hmm. so she just like claps it shut and pulls it back and says i think i'm gonna take this back to the library and do some more research with giles um cordy's like okay but like whatever you do just like figure out what the hell is causing this because i just it really like i can't deal like i can't go outside i'm not gonna be able to go to college if i don't go to college i'm never gonna be able to go to la and become a film star and i just can't oh cordy don't worry i'm sure they'll deliver sushi to you no matter where you go anyway no but for real are you working at the sushi place because like i really need a discount (sighs) so maybe i can go back to the library and do some more research with Giles and might be some good advice to go check out this store where Harmony bought this necklace. So you also think, Willow, that you um, that this is a magic thing and you and possibly Anya might be able to do some like magic-y things to it to figure out what it does or what it's for. Do we right. have any access to Amy as uh, an NPC? Amy, we, we are post-rat. Okay. Right we are post-rat. So she's a rat. Yeah, she's a rat. Oh, okay. So, I mean, oh, you can, like, go her. back to your bedroom where Amy is, where the rat is, and you and Anya can do a little, little spelly spell if you want. Or you can go back to the library and research it. Oh, I don't know. See, this is what's weird about the continuity. I would not do mag- magic with Anya, but... This is fair. Uh, you don't have well, to. Like, if Willow so, wouldn't, you can just go research it and find stuff that way. Do whatever you I guess in this best. in this version of reality, I can say, Anya... If you think that we can find something else about it, then maybe you and I can work on this together. But I don't think it's a good idea if you have it all by yourself. We'll see. <laughs> so then we just, like, sit down in the middle of the living room. Yeah, I think I think we probably smash cut to the science labs at the school because okay, that's where you okay. guys always do magic for some reason. I love that that happens. Like, it's like, yeah. why? Women why? in STEM. Well, women in STEM. Uh, yeah, uh, science, M technology, stands for magic. Magic, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, there's a lot of so you guys uh, do a lot of chanting, and I want Willow to roll a use magic, and if you if you want to roll a help a, a, like a help somebody, which is a cool roll, you can do that too. Wait, should we actually chant? If you want to chant, you chant. What would be a good chant? 
I don't know. I don't know any chants. All I know is Hecate, but I don't think this is her jam. Uh, No. Yeah. That's very good. I'm keeping that in his character. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I, I would love for you to chant, but I don't want for I don't speak Latin. Right. I, and all the Latin I know is church Latin. Like, I know a lot of yeah. church Latin, but that doesn't uh, really help so, us. So Xander goes to the library and finds a, a book of chants. Book of chants? But chants, multiple mm-hmm. chants, not a book of chants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not a dice roll. Yes. Sounds like a gamble. So for my use magic roll, I don't get a bonus for being in the science lab, right? You do not. So then I rolled a nine. Okay. Uh, and do you want to, if you, what did you roll on your help others? Oh, I was doing a help of it. Sorry. You can. I got distracted by thinking about chance. Um, okay. Is this? I'm like, uh, okay. Okay, I got a seven. Okay, um, so you can add a plus one, which will so get ten. You ten. You're welcome. Um, Thanks, Anya. <laughs> so we see like Willow do her like I don't know goddess of something something that isn't real. I don't know if you right. want to do like a Willow riff because like they always <laughs> go the same way, right? Like. Goddess of goddess of like, right. Here's what I'll say. Uh, just goddess of Clarisel. <laughs> so just to just to like out of game guide you guys a little. You need to find this thing. Like you pretty much know what you're dealing with now, right. but you have mm. no idea where it is. So you need to find it. Okay, so I just learned this. Well, it's a spell that I think can help us maybe find the actual owner of this necklace so um if you want to give it a shot with me anya oh do we need a map of sunnydale to do this oh um, there's one on the wall yeah no i, I think <laughs> like you do but i think you can get them from the library if you want like a map and like a map of sunnydale map of yeah. school so, map of whatever mm-hmm. you need this is why i've got this map of sunnydale that i've laid out and some candles and this crystal and this powder we've been crushing but the last thing we have to do is this incantation. Wow, Willow, you're so perfect. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll do it with you. All right, here we go. Thespio, we, we walk, walk in shadow, walk in blindness. You are the protector of the night. Thespia, goddess, ruler of all darkness, we implore you, open a window to the world of the underbeing. With your knowledge, may we go in safety. With your grace, may we speak of your benevolence. Uh, the I, I'll use your previous use magic roll for this because it's great. Uh, uh, the light like lights up on the little Sunnydale map and it travels around. It's like trying to figure out where to land, like a cool little thing. And you see it like dodge about and dodge about. It rests on Cordelia's house for a second. You're like, maybe that's it. And then it rests like somewhere else and like near the mayor's house. You're like, maybe that's it. But then it like comes all the way over and rests straight on top of Sunnydale High School. I can't believe that worked. That. Oh, good. <laughs> well, a change of venue is always fun, but. I'll take it. Buffy, Buffy has been lurking in the corner, looking useless, um, and goes, okay, so it's in the high school, but, like, where in the high school? Well, where haven't we been in the last few days? Well, I mean, I guess it's not in the library, then. It's got to be somewhere where it's big enough that there's enough space for it to be. The gym? I bet it's the basement. It's always the basement. It's always the boiler Doesn't room. Doesn't the gym have a basement underneath it? Oh, uh, yeah. The gym has that specific basement. <laughs> that specific basement yeah. that's specifically the size of the gym, underneath the gym. Mm-hmm. For all the extra gym stuff. That's where we put the mats. I know because I was taken to the mats last week in gym class. Uh, well, let's go. 
they're, they're slowly getting worse and worse as time goes. This on. is very good. This is very good. We're we're precious. I really enjoy this. All right, guys. So you are prepared to fight the big bad, uh, but you have to actually get prepared. Yeah. So somebody has got to lead all of you in a planning phase to kill this thing. So yeah, Buffy goes. Okay. It's almost certainly under the gym. We know that there's two things that uh, kill it. Fire B, and holy water. B. And what? Aren't you still, like, under the weather? Well, but I figured I could, I mean, like, I know what's going on. Like, You don't look too good. Maybe you should sit down and let a real slayer take charge. Buffy, like, sort of, like, is, is like, she wants to fight back, but she knows that, like, right now, like, she's actually kind of, like, hurt. And she just, like, kind of sits down. Like, Faith is more powerful than she is right now, which makes her really really uncomfortable but Buffy you can still definitely help a lot like we need somebody to help us with like getting equipment and whoa whoa you know, whoa like... whoa you've got a perfectly good normal person right over here yeah Red maybe she can go get donuts or something no I meant like you know weapons for the slayage well okay I guess I can get you what's in the library I'll I'll go do that. Okay. So while Beast doing that, um, and then Faith like makes a great show of like stretching, um, and then she turns around and You guys are all gonna get killed. <laughs> she says, So we know that there's a demon. And we kill it with fire. Right, we kill it with fire. Good. So we need to make or fire. Water. Is it water? Holy water. Holy water. Holy water the or one. fire. So we could kill it with pretty much anything then. Water or fire. Yep. Probably not both at the same time. Well, those are the only two things that exist, but I'd like to narrow down our options a bit. All right, so I'll rush in there carrying a whole bunch of holy water, and then I'll toss it at the demon, and then I'll stab it a bunch of times. Sound good? Well, do we know where the main water supply is for the high school? Uh, I mean, yeah. the swimming pool. You, yes, but I will note this. What we if we bless the swimming pool? We know in the world of Buffy that holy water is a specific thing, and we never see anyone make it. They always uh, go buy it places. Like it's sold. We can't at the church. We can't consecrate our own water. Cannot consecrate your. I own really water. wanted it's to consecrate the pool and then push the monster into hey, it. Hey, you know what? Like I'm not against this plan, but like if that's the way you want to go with it, I am like I am here for that. Well, what do you guys um, think? We can go in with fire, but I figured if we were maybe going to damage the school, we might as well use the sprinkler system. And put holy water in the sprinkler system? Okay, if, yeah. someone, wants to, uh, if someone wants to, let's see, um, feel free to uh, read a bad situation. I will I'll happily give you some hints as to how to do this crazy shit thing you're going to do. Oh, that's a 12. Jesus. Okay, you know exactly how to do this. Military uh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, for you, my military no, training. I think you do. Yeah. No, yeah. So I actually I actually have that I have old fatigues in my backpack. Oh god, no. Yeah. So so Xander <laughs> so Xander puts thirsty. his backpack down and he says, "Well, in lieu of uh, any slayer that really knows what to do, I guess I'm going to have hey. to go back to my army days." And then he puts his fatigues on, and there's even like the toy gun from that episode, oh, and, he, and he just like tosses that away. Faith like makes a motion as though she's gonna hit him on the arm, and then looks how pathetic he already looks, and then just like drops her shoulder. And Everyone looks really grossed out, but Anya is like, oh, oh <laughs> she totally is. This is a man in uniform. This is extremely good. Oh no. Um, so Xander, against all odds, you know <laughs> what to do here. Um, the sprinkler system, in fact, does run to the basement, and it. Uh, it will um 
we're going to have to put fire in the sprinkler system. <laughs> no, but we could use both. We can start with fire and then kill it with water. So here's what you know about sprinkler systems, because I don't know, you read blueprints or some shit in military Because school. he's a construction person later. Sure, whatever, <laughs> fine. Uh, there is indeed a main water supply, which could be blessed. You'll need people to do that. You're welcome to send like NPCs off to do that, but you will mm-hmm. need people to be like blessing where the water is coming out with some sort of like spell, which like Giles can read yeah, some. That's what Gileses are for. Yeah. Giles and Giles, Buffy Giles can read some that. Latin yeah. or whatever. Um, the sprinkler system does not trigger manually. It only triggers automatically. It is a smoke-triggered sprinkler system. So we just have to set a fire. But what exactly. you, but just for a timing issue, you will need to keep the monster under where the sprinklers are, leave Giles and Buffy enough time to bless the water, and then get him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, right. multiple steps here. So are there sprinklers in the basement? Yes. Or do we have um, to get it no. out? No. You know what? No, they're not. They're in the gym. There are sprinklers in, in the, the gym. gym. Okay. You know what, Red? I'm more of a slay first, ask questions later girl, so why don't you take the planning? I'll take the planning. So I think Xander and Giles can go work out the sprinkler system. Oh, maybe Xander and Buffy can go work out the sprinkler system. Giles can help us put together some kind of contraption for shooting fire. Okay. I'll go with Xander. We cut yes. we cut to uh we cut to Giles hearing this plan. <laughs> yeah. He just says, Oh good lord. <laughs> good lord. Well, I suppose I mean, I certainly know how to do a simple water blessing uh well, blessing, but I'll need two people. Buffy, are you up for this? Buffy says, I guess if it's the only thing I can help with, sure. Um oh, good lord. You want to shoot fire? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a silly idea. Why don't you guys go do the blessing? Oh, yes, okay, uh, Buffy, uh, Buffy, uh, will you grab that book and um, that other one? And Oh, there's one in the back, and Giles busies himself with Latin books. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> so then Willow turns to Faith and is like, okay, so I think we need to get a couple of cans of propane? Yeah, what? I mean, like, uh, other things, yeah, I mean, things right. that set on fire. Or here's what spray, no, here's uh, what I, no, this okay. is what she does. She turns to Faith and she says, Faith, do you have any ideas about how we can set this fire? Uh, Faith uh, is like in mid swig uh, and then she puts the uh, whiskey down for a sec she looks at it and she says yeah I think I got a few okay great so, so I'll... Just, like, you've got like a handle of yes. whiskey right. <laughs> I have slayer strength I'm... this is true you're just like <laughs> lugging around a yes. jug of whiskey I'm playing like Edward 40 hands right <laughs> so, I also don't get drunk as easily that's true right so Giles Buffy and Xander are with the blessing. I think Xander just directs them up to the to where they need to go so that Xander can be in so our he's action still scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. You gotta have Xander in the action he has to scene. Be, yeah. Right. Sorry, buddy. What about all the quips? So uh. we then the next thing is putting together I'm gonna let you direct Faith how we do the fire. Oh he's got an idea. Making fire. Simple uh, enough. If someone wants hints and help, uh, you can use act under pressure. Otherwise, you can just be a smart person. No, faith smokes. This is true. Oh, man, this is such a faith solution. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the cigarettes plus alcohol. So is faith building a giant Molotov cocktail? <laughs> Got yes. it. Uh, we're all nodding. This is an audio medium. <laughs> 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 um, okay, cool. Uh, 
or whatever. Um, I really like a little Xander Anya like. Side yeah, please, trip. can we do that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think you guys. I think um, you, she needs she needs like rags. She's just stupid, but she needs like a bunch of dish rags and stuff from the the school kitchens. So y'all like Willow is is like directing and Faith is. Molotoving, and y'all are going to pick up supplies. And then says romance like a rag expedition. It's a rag trip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a rag show, work. if you will. We're doing good. It's work. rag time. Sure. So, so we've we've got Xander and Anya, and they are walking down the hallway in what actually would be their first like scene alone together. So, uh, vengeance demon, huh? Well, you know, I I'm familiar with some of the seven deadly sins, but not that one. <laughs> Yeah. What? I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, I, you know, there's uh, there's seven deadly sins and vengeances. Tell you what, uh, how was your day? Well, I woke up in a human body, which is definitely a negative for me, but I guess hanging out with you guys is something. Yeah, just a, a normal Thursday. Great. Normal Thursday. M- my nose isn't bleeding as much, so I'm excited. There's always that. This is a very good date, and I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of really long pauses, and it makes me happy. So do we have to do we have to roll something to get the rags? No, you just get the rags. This is, this we, is, we get the the bad. This rags. was the real ordeal. <laughs> we we get napkins one. by mistake. <laughs> no, Xander's not that dumb. No, nah, he's he's just an app. But you but you have now had an important conversation about Thursdays. <laughs> It's really good. This, this is, is how it's very good. This is how it begins. Mm-hmm. This is how this is how the great love that will lead to like some of the greatest heartache and sadness of Buffy begins, my friend. Okay, great. So we're gonna split the party, light stuff on fire, douse it with water, and I'm just gonna stab something at Mister Ugly. What could go wrong? Faith grabs the uh, jug of whiskey that she has, which is stuffed with some of the rags that you guys got from the kitchen. Um, she takes one last swig, and then she looks at everyone and says five by five, and then walks out the door. That's our show for this week, heroes. Tune in next time as our Buffy adventure continues. Adventure is part of the OneShot Network, which it shares with amazing shows like Design Doc. In Design Doc, you join hosts Tana Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign a role-playing game. It's an experiment in public, participatory, analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. See you next time, heroes. (laughs) 